Yesterday was Daflam and Gimel, today is Daflam and Dalit in Mseches Tmura. And we are learning Lili Nishmas from Bashmul Shimon, Mayor Nishama ben Aliyah, Daniel Bernet Baruch, Ben Yudalei Be'emi, Mayor Nishama ben Aliyah, and also Naftali Yosef, Ben Chaim Nisan Alevi, Mayor Nishama ben Aliyah. And we all also have in mind everyone to have a Rafua Shalema, whoever needs it, that is. Not everyone, only people who need it. <laughs> okay. If you're fine, then good. Leave it at. You're talking about physical. Physical. Okay. No, the refuah should never shine The refuah should never shine for both. It works. It works. Everybody needs it. Everybody needs it. Refuah and nefesh. All right. So let's get started on the review of yesterday's daf. Where shall we begin? I'm. Uh, I'm gonna start. I think it was a little ways on daf lamid gimel amud aleph. A little bit down, like six lines down. Amrav Gidel Amarav is where we'll begin our review. So um, we had seen, just to get a quick uh, recap, we had seen the opinion of Reish Lakish. Yes, you are. Reish Lakish said that, uh, that uh, Rabbanon, the rabbis who argue on Rav Shimon, are of the opinion. This is on all, all bin on Daflamid Beis, Amud Beis, and Rish Lakish says that the Rabbanon hold the Kachim is Beach. What? You can start reading Lamid I know, I know, I know. That's where I am. Okay. I'm just, if I'm saying what's the reason of Rish Lakish, okay. Okay. I don't have to okay. say what Rish Lakish says. You guys, we all know what we're talking about? Okay. If, okay. Okay. If we all know what we're talking about, that's perfect. But just in case you forgot, just in case just you forgot case, what Rish Lakish said, I'll remind you what Rish Lakish says. Okay, Rish Lakish was talking in the Machlokas between the Rabbanon and Rav uh, and uh, and Rav Shemin with regards to which things require Hamad which things require to be stood up to be evaluated, and according to Rish Lakish, they're completely reverse opinions, meaning. Reb Shimon says that Kedushas Mizbeach requires uh, requires Hamad Barachok Bedek does not, and the Rabbanon hold Pumt They say that Kedushas Mizbeach does not require Hamad Barachok, and Kedushas Kedushas Bedek does. That's the Shitas Rish Lakish of the Rabbanon, and the question is, my time at Rish Lakish. That's what Rav Gidol is attempting to answer in the name of Rav. Okay. So, what is the reason of Rish Lakish that says Kach and do need Hamad Varacha and not by Kach Mizbeach? It's based on the pasuk. The pasuk says Veherech Hakohen Osa Bein Tovu Bein Ra. So, when does the Kohen, the priest, need to? Evaluate the animal, which we understand that animal needs to be stood up to be evaluated, whether it is good or whether it is bad. Now that line implies that what where does it not matter whether it's good or whether it's bad? Where is there no difference? Only by kedushas bedikabayis, because there's no such thing as bad when it's a donation to the temple. I mean, it's it's all good, worth something. So then it's good. <laughs> it's not good. It's all good. So even bad is good. Bad is just a matter of evaluation. So the fact that there's that both donations are perfectly acceptable, which is what is implied in the text, is clearly referring to Kedushas Bedek Habayis, the general upkeep fund of the base of Mikdash. And if that's true, so then when it says Osa, that's what requires evaluation, that implies this and not something else. What doesn't? That's Kedushas Hamizbeach. 
So there you go. That is the basis of, according to Rish Lakish. So we now, according to this, we have uh, an extra drasha that has to be explained according to Rabbi Yochanan. Because after all, Rabbi Yochanan says that the Rabbanon's opinion is, is that that Hamad of Aracha is required all over, both by Kedushas Betekabayis and by Kedushas Mizbeach. And if that is the case, so then what is Osa coming to exclude? It has to exclude something. So the answer is, it's coming to exclude Balmom Me'ikaro, um, uh, something that starts out with a blemish before you even made it Hagdish of Kedushas Aguf. So that's an exception to the normal rule where it would require um, uh, require Ahmad Baracha, since it was uh, it was before you even made it sanctified, it was unfit for what you're trying to sanctify it for. So then, there's no requirement anymore for Ahmad Baracha, and it's able to be redeemed without that. Okay. So we saw there's an opinion of the Tanad Levi. Okay, the Tanad Levi actually. Um, argue on uh, this understanding of, of, of Rabbi Yochanan, and they say that even a Balmumei Kara still requires Hamad Baruch. There is basically nothing that does not require Hamad Baruch, according to the Tan Levi, and that's what the school of Levi learns. Everything requires Hamad Baruch, even if it's a Balmumei Kara, and uh, that's Levi's own version in his Mishnayis. Uh, doesn't even matter how far off it is from being able to be sanctified in the base of Mikdash. It could be a chaya, it could be an off, anything, no matter what, the most bizarre animal that's no connection whatsoever to, the, to a korban still requires a madvarachah to redeem it. So what does he do with the pasuk osa? It can't be excluding even the palmumayakara, so what's coming to exclude? So the Gemara says, kashya, that's a good question. Okay. Let's move on. Okay. So that happens. Okay. Um, Rav Yehuda said in the name of Rav. Now, next, moving on, what's the shot in Rib Shimon? Okay. Rib Shimon says Kachim, that it's only talking about Kachim is back and not talking about Kachim Bedekabayis that requires um, uh, Hamad Varacha. Where do you get that from? So it, that's uh, one of the beautiful things I think about the Torah is that you could do. Rabbis can look at the same verse and come to opposite conclusions. Okay, so he's looking at the same pasuk. The erech going osa bein tov ubein ra. So he says, hmm. He's trying to evaluate whether it's good or bad. Well, why? When does it make a difference if it's good or bad? Only by kedushas mizbeach it makes a difference. So that must be what he's evaluating is only what's kedushas mizbeach. That's why we say aselechara, right? Because. Yeah. Rabbis have different opinions. No? Yes, exactly. Right. You gotta be consistent. Exactly. Good or bad. Uh, so when is there a difference that's Khaluk Bintovlara only by Kedushas Mizbah, not by Kedushas Bedekabayas, because then everything's good. There is no bad. Just the use of the word bad already implies that we're talking about something which can have a, a can be unacceptable, which is only true by Kedushas Mizbah. So must be talking about Gdish Mizbeach, and therefore when it says Osa, it's coming to exclude what's not that. What's that? That would be Kedushas uh uh bias. <laughs> so there we go. So the Gemara says is a little bit not fitting in so well according to Rabbi Shemin. Why? Because why does it say Bain Tov Lira? Should have said Bain it should have said Bain Tov Lira to distinguish whether it is good or bad. It didn't say that. It says he needs to evaluate Bain Tov Bain Ra, which means 
whether a good thing or whether a bad thing. You understand? We're not talking within the same thing whether it's good or bad, which is what would have implied that we're talking about Dushas Mizbeach. It says, Bain Tova Bain Ra, no matter what it is. So, anyway, the Gemara says that's also a very good question. So, it's a little bit difficult in the wording, in Rup Shimon's opinion, but it doesn't, doesn't matter. We're not, we're not uh, it's still an opinion. Okay, brings us to the next question. So we brought here a source, and the source tells us that uh, if the animal dies, uh, it was, <laughs> so uh, it was a perfect animal, no, no blemishes whatsoever, it just happened to drop dead, okay? Um, so what do you do with it, okay? Completely healthy, but it died, okay? So the halacha is, is that there's nothing you could do but bury it. That's what you have to do is bury it. Uh, if it's a blemished animal, then it can be redeemed. What type of kachim are we talking about over here? Kachim is beach. But if it's kachim bet kabayis, if it's the, this is an animal that was donated to the bet kabayis, doesn't matter. Tamimin or balimumin always must be buried. Now, what you have to understand in this principle is, in order to understand what's going on over here, is that uh, um, a dead animal... Can, cannot stand and be evaluated. Okay, it's not possible. Okay, because it's dead. Okay, so you can't stand it up. So that's the that's the important to understand that Hamad Racha, if it's dead, it's not possible. Okay, so we're talking over here about dead animals, whether Tamimim or Balimomin. So Tamimim need to be buried according to Tanakama, but Balmum can be redeemed by Kachim Isbech, but by Kachim Bechabais, it doesn't matter. Nothing can be redeemed. And that's clearly indicating that Kedushas Abed Kabais requires Hamad Racha. And Kedushas Mizbeach does not require Hamad Racha. Nevertheless, if, it's, if it's, it was a Tamim animal that was fit to be brought in the Mizbeach, so, you know, uh, so then, then, and that's how it died, it needs to be buried. Okay, so that actually makes, so far, so good. Comes along with Shimon, and he says, it doesn't matter, Kachim Mizbeach or Kachim Abed if it does not have a blemish, must be buried. If it has a blemish, it can be redeemed. Now, this right now is a uh, question on Rabbi Yochanan Chita, because according to Rabbi Yochanan's understanding, in the rabbis, they would say that it, that Hamad of Aracha is required by both Kedushas Mizbeach and Kedushas Vedekabayas. So why does the Balmum of the Kedushas Mizbeach, why is it, and it's dead, why is it able to be redeemed? I, it's not able to have a mother baracha. That is the question. So comes along the Rabbi Yochanan and says, you want to know why? Because we're not talking about a balmum that happened after it became sanctified. We're talking about a balmum meikara. So that's the one case of Kedusha's Mizbech that, um, that everybody agrees, according to, uh, according to Rabbi Yochanan, that everybody agrees does not require any mother baracha. And it fits in very well because if it's talking about where you made it hegdish and then it kind of blemish. So then why did Rav Shimon not argue on that case as well? So clearly we're talking about a balmum, meikara, and that was what we're talking about. So the Gemara says that's so good, in, you answered well, up so well for Rabbi Yochanan, that now how is Rish Lakish going to read this? Because clearly we must be talking about a balmum, meikara, and uh, then it's basically proving Rabbi Yochanan correct, 
with this, and therefore how is Rish Lakish going to understand it? Is this a question on Rish Lakish? So the answer is, is that Rish Lakish actually would say that it's talking about a blemished animal that was first blemished after it was made sanctified. Um, why then did Rabbi Shimon not argue on that? Because I thought they reversed their opinions. Why did he say that that blemished animal does not need uh, to be... Uh, uh, you know, he, hold, he should hold that a blemished animal that was Kedusha's Mizbech should require Madhavaracha. Why is it able to be redeemed? He doesn't seem to be arguing on that. He says the Balimumin is Yiftu, Tamimin is Yikbaru, by both. So it's a Kasha. So the Gemara says, no, Rishlakish has actually his own version of this quote over here that's a little bit different. And uh, basically, in his version, um, um, it. Uh, in his version, he's going to answer up that uh, Reb Shimon actually does argue in both cases. He only mentioned his argument in one of the two, and his basically in his version it was that Reb Shimon says Yikbaru uh, and Balimomin is Yiftu is Yiftu. Um, so not he didn't say Bain. He didn't specify that we're talking about whether it's Kedushas Mizbeach or whether it's Kedushas. So he could say that he's arguing in the last case, but he's also arguing in the first case, and he only mentioned one of the two <clears throat> cases, and that is basically, that's how Rish Lakish will answer up um, in his version. Okay. Um, okay, and that's the story. So basically we're at the bottom of the page now if you're following along inside. Okay. Uh, yeah. Died before, before consecration. Before consecration? Before. Then why do we care about it? Because you want to give it to the, the temple. You want to give a dead animal to the temple. Right. Is that yeah. possible? Is that, and then, Only culture is bad because we better go buy it. That's my question. <laughs> what? That's my question. I mean, it's worth something. It's valuable, right? I mean, there's some value to a dead animal. Is that okay, so I'm glad I'm glad you asked that question because it's I guess it can be confusing. So, so um, if I want to donate a table uh, to the base of Migdash, so it also can't stand up to be evaluated. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. an inanimate object, right? Exactly. So it's the same thing. So it does not require that. It's only something that's a, a living animal that there is even a concept of Hamad of Aracha. And that's what we're saying, is that we cannot really do an evaluation about living animals, right. That's, so if you want to donate a carcass to the temple, they'll be happy to accept it, and they'll give you a receipt. Yes. Okay. I don't know if they'll give you a receipt. I'm curious that's what they do. It's not a... Imagine. you. I know, but, but it's still, it's a dead animal. So, so wait until the tour. It's always, like we said, everything is good to the temple. It's worth money. If it's worth money, it's good. Good. I mean, I'm not saying maybe you won't get the biggest honor for it, you know what I mean? But uh, Why not? Why not? not? It's good. But if, if, if you donate a living animal, you know, a blemish, a blemish animal, and it dies before you... Take it, that's when we're... That's, that's, what, we're talking about. that's what we're talking and about, right? You don't accept it, right? That, that has to go to waste. Well, well, well it's, it's, it's a very specific scenario that there's nothing to be done. According to the rabbis, that is exactly true. You donated a, an animal... Um, so it can't be redeemed because when it was when you sanctified it, okay. it was it was alive, right. which requires right. hamad varacha before right. it can be redeemed, right. Right. and then it died before it got a chance to have an hamad varacha, right. and now there's nothing that they could do. It must be buried. That's what That's the rabbis right. would say, right. according to Rabbi Sh- uh, Reb Shimon. 
it's Kedusha's Bedek bias if that's what you donated for. Right. So Kedusha's Bedek bias never requires Hamad of Aracha, according to Rib Shimon. Shimon. So therefore, it doesn't matter. So you could redeem it how it is, whatever it is. It depends on your Yeah, but if you, right. want, you, 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 you want to redeem your dead animal. Oh, no, if you were Makaj for... No, no, if... No, he's talking about if it was... It depends what you were Makaj for. If you Makaj for Bedek Abayis, it's not a problem. Whatever it's worth, it's worth. Yeah, but the name to start with. No, but if it was alive, right? Yeah, so if it, that's okay, that. so we'll get to oh, it. The more to talk about. We're not quite done. Okay, okay. comes along. We're not quite. We still have an omit base to clarify things. Okay, okay. so Rabbi Yirmiya, Rabbi Yirmiya said to Rabbi Zera. So Rabbi Yirmiya said to Rabbi Zera, according to Rish Lakish, who says that according to Rish Lakish's position that Rabbanon hold kedushas mizbeach does not require madvar racha. And yet we learn that that kachim is beach. If it's kedushas mizbeach, bali mumin is yiftu. A balmum can be redeemed. And we said we're talking about where, according to Rish Lakish, where the hagdish was there before it got the blemish. So we're redeeming um, an animal. I understand it does not need hamad of aracha, but doesn't that lead us to, to another big problem, which is we are being pulled as a kachim lachil on the klavim. What are we going to be doing with this sanctified item? This is, again, Kachim, here we're talking about Kedushas Mizbech. Kedushas Mizbech is not just regular Kachim that's like, uh, uh, like well, a donation to the, to the temple, to the general fund. This was supposed to be an altar. It was supposed to go on the altar. And now it's a Baumov, so you can redeem it. Do you need a, a, but it's dead Baumov that you're redeeming. A dead Baumov they redeem, what are you going to do with it? There's nothing else but to do with it, but... But feed it to a dog. And I thought we don't redeem Kachim Lachil and the Klavim. So what's the Pshat in the Shita of Reish Lakish over here? That's the question. In the Rabbanon. So the Gemara says we're talking about over here, not where it died. It didn't just die. The case over here is a very special case. It's dead, but not from natural means. It was slaughtered. It was slaughtered to death. Okay. Okay. So what that means is. Is that uh, and now there's right okay now now there's no problem now there's uh, there's a, a major advantage because a balmum actually does have I mean is a completely kosher animal so all we need to do is redeem it and once we redeem it off of egg dish it's basically kosher food that can be eaten and have a barbecue you can it's regular food so we basically salvaged the value out of this kachimus bech that got a blemish. Okay, and that's and if you do so, although you're not really allowed to do so, because what the right thing to do is to evaluate it and then redeem it, and then you can slaughter it and do with it while it was alive. But here, I guess they saw it was going to die or whatever it is. They didn't ask the question. They went ahead and they slaughtered it. That's where Remeyer happens to hold it doesn't help because you're trying to circumvent the law. You're going to have to bury it, but the Chachamim actually say that it is redeemable if you did so. Once you did it already, so we'll let you redeem it, and then and that's what we're talking about over here, which is a very special kimta that we're explaining mm-hmm. is the case. Okay. Comes along Rabbi Yermia, says to Rabbi Zera, another question. According to Rabbi Shimon, who says that Kachim Bedekabayis, no Kachim Bedekabayis do not require a Madhavar so why did he say in the Kedushas Bedekabayis that, that the non-blemished animal must be buried? So what? It died non-blemished. You should be able to redeem it because it doesn't matter. It's Kedushas 
uh, it's kedushas bedek hapayis does not require madvaracha, so you can't do madvaracha. So who cares? Just redeem it as its value to your best of your ability to evaluate, and that's it. So why must it be buried? That's the question. Gemara answers. Fascinating idea is that even though it was only sanctified for general fund, but since it was, while it was alive, fit to go up to on the altar, so even though it's the general fund that gets the money, but that animal is supposed to end up on the altar. That's what it was roughly for, and that's where it needs to end up. So the gizbar, the treasurer of the temple, will actually have to sell it only to somebody who intends to bring a carbon. And he provides this animal as the carbon, because this animal is expected to end up as a carbon. Once it's an animal that was expected to end up as a carbon, yeah. then it's then you're not allowed to do with it as you please and redeem it to, for, after it's dead for any use, because it had a, that it had a, a potentiality of being fit for the altar, which therefore, if it dies that way, it must be buried, and that's the principle. Very interesting, you know, add on to the law. Okay, comes along Rapapa. And he said, either Tabai or Rava, a, a question. He says, according to Rabbi Yochanan, who says that, we're, that, uh, that the case over here is a Balmum Meikar, meaning it started out blemished before you even sanctified it. And then even the, both the rabbis and Rabbi Shimon all, are all in agreement that um, there's no need for Ahmad of here, no need to evaluate, to be stood up to be evaluated. Question is, how does that fit in with the Mishnah? Because we have a Mishnah that says, all Kachim, that the mum was there before you were makdishit, and then you redeemed it. So he said that, that they are basically completely treated as chulin at this juncture, now that it's redeemed. It's chayv bibchora, chayv matanos, all the gifts that need to be given to the kohen if you slaughter it. It's completely given over to chulin that it can be sheared, it can be worked this animal. The milk, the offspring are completely mutter after you redeem it. If you slaughter it outside your potter, even without having redeemed it, um, it doesn't make a tumura. It's kachabedikabais, basically, is really what we're saying here. If it dies, you can redeem it. Okay? Um, and uh, Rabbi Yudha says the name of Rav, that this is only Shitas Rab Shimon, who says kachabedikabais was included in Ahmad Varacha, and kachabedikabais is not. And that's why you can redeem it if it dies. But uh, okay, uh, um, and we said, like the Mishnah says, Rabbi Shimon says, if they die, it must be redeemed. And Rabbi Shimon agrees by Balmumayakara that it can be redeemed. Um, and that's because of the Pasuk of Osa, which is coming to exclude Balmumayakara. But the Chachamim disagree, and they say, even Balmumayakara requires Hamadavaracha. Uh, so this is a big question. I mean, we have Rabbi Shimon right, but the rabbis. Um, you're telling me agreed with Rabbi Shimon in this by a case of Bamba Meikara. So the Gemara says, you're right. You want to know who these rabbis are? They're not the regular rabbis. This is the Tanat Velevi who doesn't make an, who do not make an exception in this case. So the Gemara says, then why did we say it's Rabbi Shimon's Shita? We should have said it's Rabbi Shimon and the Chachamim Shita. So that was the question. So the Gemara says two answers. First answer was, is that uh, happens to be that Rav happens to disagree with Rabbi Yochanan and his personal opinion is like Rish Lakish, which is that they re- they revert they're the reverse of each other. The Kedushas Bedek Abayis, according to the Chamim, require Hamad of Arach, Kedushas Mizbech does not. 
And therefore, what's going to happen is by Baal Mumbai is that it basically comes like a Kedushas Bede Kabais, which would require a um, uh, only in Rabbi Yochanan, which they don't reverse the opinion, will everybody agree by Balmumei Akara that it does not need ha, that it does not need Hamadavaracha. Okay, so that's one answer. Or answer B is that Rav does agree with Rabbi Yochanan, and um, and I you asked why did he say that the, this is Rabbi Shimon Shita and not is not the people who he argues on? Okay, add it on where it's not Rabbi Shimon and his. Uh, not only Rav Shimon, Rav Shimon, and those that are with him, and that is the basic story here. That's the second answer, and we'll stop at this point.